The following is a presentation of Dating Kinky. Kinky connections and kinky education. It's kinky done differently. what women and other wonderful humans want. A frank and fun conversation about the way people approach each other for romance, relationships, friendships, or other partnerships that make us happy. With questions asked by a guy. And now, here is your host. Hi there, Catsuit. A very special edition of What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want. I am John, known to some of my friends as Hi There Catsuit. And today we have a special co-host, the author of Edge Play and former guest on What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want, Jane Boone. Hello, Jane. Hi there, John. It's such a pleasure to be here with so many men. And today is about men as we are joined by Russ and Les, the host of the Manspace podcast, as finally we're giving men an opportunity to not really defend themselves, but just to hear what men want and what men are thinking. And these two guys have amazing conversations in their Manspace podcast. Usually it's men versus something. As a matter of fact, Jane, you had mentioned one of your favorite recently. I really liked shower gel when they got into it about Old Spice. Hello, ladies. Oh, the whistle. <laughs> so we welcome Russ and Les to the podcast. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, thank you for having us. Hello, thank you, thank you very much, we appreciate you. So, so we first. will start as we always do with the first five, five questions about first. Okay. I'll start with Russ. Mm -hmm. First time you ever sent a message to a woman that was unsolicited and their mm. response to it. Mm. So first time, ooh. So the first time I did that, um, I, I sent a message to a lady saying, you know, hey, how you doing? I like your pics, you know? And she responded with, who are you? Mm. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a face buster that did not get another response back from me. <laughs> Les, how about you? Um, this was a long time ago, but <laughs> but I did, you know, try one of those hookup sites at one time and I just solicited a whole bunch of ladies. Hey, how you doing? My name is Les. Hey, how you doing? I didn't get any responses. So, you know, I figured they didn't like me. They just swiped left and kept it moving. Les, first time you ever fell in love? Ooh, outside of my mom? <laughs> of course, Good we always, always love the mom. Good answer. Hey, hey. Well, you know, it's puppy love. I Yeah, I think it was like fifth grade or something. Mm -hmm. you know and I just couldn't leave this little girl I was I was I think I was borderline stalkish you know she lived across <laughs> the street from the school and I was you know play football and I just kind of look at the at through the gate and look at her house and see where she was going to go and follow her around in the hallways in school until her big brother stopped me 
And then that was a whole nother ball game. But, you know, <laughs> that was the first time five years old. Kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, do you have any memories? Um, mine definitely wasn't at five years old. It was much older than that. But yeah, I thought I was in love. I was ready to do everything. I was like, hey, you know, take everything. You want my wallet, you want everything, you can have it. You know, <laughs> doesn't matter. But um, yeah, that didn't quite work out. So <laughs> wow. Jane, uh, because I always make these up on the spot, do you have any questions about first that you'd like to ask the gentleman? Sure. Was there a moment when you first realized you were a man? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> How about you, Russ? <laughs> it's a good question for you. Yeah, I know, right? I think the first time when I saw Janet Jackson's control video. <laughs> yes, that made That's me real. That's a good video. Yes, a very good video. That now he's all grown up. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And it burst. Bing, bing, bing. Five minutes. So, Les, was was Janet Jackson involved in your first moment of realizing you're a man? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think she, I think she birthed a lot of young men. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was the cause of a lot of, you know, men becoming men. Was it the Velvet Rope tour? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And 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 Jet magazine. Ah, <sighs> she's so pretty. Stunning. Jet Magazine used to have the beauty of the week. Oh, yeah. You know, and I would collect them from all the neighbors and just sit on the porch. And I think my mom had to take them from me at one time, you know, but it it was, it was a wonderful, I was, it was a wonderful childhood. You were just appreciating the fashions. Absolutely. Beauty and fashion and all those different things, you know, they run deep. I was a little slick with those. I used to take them and pull them out and I had them taped behind my door. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom and everybody, they couldn't see them and they came in my room. As soon as I shut the door, beauty's everywhere. <laughs> so you were like a spy. You had That's like a, a secret wall where you right. could like, like admire these gorgeous women. Oh yes, definitely. Is, is there a wall like that in your man cave now? <laughs> there is not. <laughs> Look behind them, there's a... Alabama thing on the wall. Maybe, maybe behind the Captain America poster, no, there are pictures of Janet Jackson. There is definitely not anymore. You sure? It, it is called marriage. It is not there. <laughs> You're right. So one sec. You, as part of your vow, you vowed to give up Janet Jackson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love, honor, obey, and give up Janet Jackson. Man. She drives a hard bargain. I really admire this woman. And I really think it was wise of you to like, you know, accept this deal. But you, Les, did you give up Janet Jackson? No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, no. We came into this with what we had and I'm going to continue to hold on to the baggage and she so, kept her baggage as well. So you kept Janet Jackson. Who did she keep? I think it's some guy. I don't know. Idris, some guy or something. Oh, oh Idris Elba. That, that guy. Yeah, that, guy. that, that yeah. tall, handsome actor guy with a great British accent. Something like that. I'm, I might fall a, you know, a little bit out of first place. 
you know, <laughs> just a little. So, I hate to ask this, Russ, but if you discovered like a wall dedicated to Idris Elba in your in your wife's room, would that like loosen up the the rules about Janet Jackson, or would you be feel violated? Oh my gosh, yeah, I'd definitely be. Well, I'd definitely be violated, but um, it would not <laughs> loosen up the rules at all. <laughs> yeah, you you're still not allowed. No. <laughs> Wow. Russ is a good man. That's right. That's what a phone is for. <laughs> See, I didn't bring it up, but I almost did. <laughs> you got one of these. <laughs> That's right. So so do you do you have friends that have a bat phone, like the secondary phone that they use for their girlfriend? Ooh, yes. <laughs> you do. I, I do have friends that do that, yes. What do you think of that? So now on my real answer is that that is not something I would condone. Not, not at all. Not so not, not supporting. No. That is a man space answer. We don't we don't condone those type of actions. We do not condone. No, you're gentlemen. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. 100%. Mm -hmm. Now what they do on their time is what they do. I I I, I can't, you know. Yes. But yeah, we do know we do know people that have those, and we will keep them nameless. Yes, you'll you'll help preserve their privacy and. That's right. Absolutely. But that actually leads to my next first five question. Mm -hmm. First time you had to tell a man friend, you're out of line. Mm. Oh wow! Especially when it comes with women. Mm. I'll answer that one first because okay. I will believe that. Wow, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think I can remember the first time, but I've had to do it before. Mm. You know, certain things, and sometimes if you're a real friend, you should be able to have yes. those type of conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, like Russ, there's no conversation that he and I can't have. We've had those conversations before. Mm -hmm. You know, those heart to heart talks. But if he is a good friend of yours, or even if she is a good friend of yours. Mm -hmm. you should be able to have that type of conversation yeah. uh, with them. But yes, I've, I've, <laughs> I've counseled many young men at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, mine actually goes back to a friend of mine. We went to a, a football game together and we're there and he's brought his girlfriend with him and she's sitting down in the seat. So we go walking around and every attractive woman that passed by, he's talking to her, he's trying to get numbers and he's stopping. And after about the fifth one, I'm just like, listen, man, what are you doing? Hmm. I'm like, you sat there and introduced me as this is your girlfriend. I can't sit here and try to lie for you while you're doing all this stuff. I'm like, no, you gotta cut this out. This is not right. We gotta, we gotta pull back. So, well, that's great. I mean, you're challenging men to be better men, right? And I think that's one of the things that I like most about what you're exploring in man space is mm -hmm. you're you're looking at at masculinity, but you're also looking at men trying to to express themselves more, right? And understand. <laughs> each other better. And I think it's great the way that you sort of throw the gauntlet down at each other to, to be more expressive and insightful. What, 
has been the, the most surprising thing you've learned as a consequence of this manned space adventure? How about you, Les? What, what, what surprised you about this experience? Uh, it's, it's surprising to me that so many people need help that are afraid to ask for help. Mm. You know, yeah. and, and, and I feel like, and I know, I know Russ feels the same way, is that we have a responsibility Mm-hmm. to our fans and the people who listen to our, I won't say fans, because we're not some big podcast or anything like that. But I would say the people who do listen to us, mm-hmm. we have a responsibility to them, you know, and to listen and to help in any way. We're there. We did a suicide prevention show at, mm-hmm. at one point, and we talked about that. You know, email us. You want to talk to us? I'll call you. Yeah. I'll talk to you. It's not a problem. But it's 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 something that you know it's a give and take, and uh, and nowadays and in this era, there's a lot of young men, even young women, who are afraid to ask those questions. They go to Google. Google is now taking the place of of dad and granddad okay. and uncles because the information is is so it's right there in your face, and all these kids are running around with iPhones. You know they got. You know, I don't know, I'm aging myself, but back in the day, we used to have encyclopedias mm-hmm. in the house, you know, and they would stay in there for like five years. That is old information, but we still <laughs> utilized it, Yeah. right? Nowadays, all you got to do is pull out your cell phone. You want to know? Take a look. Yeah. My, my grandson started a YouTube channel <laughs> by himself from YouTube, from Google. He Googled it, YouTubed it. And then of course he got his parents permission, but he set his own thing up. And I was like, uh, yeah, take it down. (laughs) But but I I thoroughly, and I, I enjoy to see him be able to do that, but you have to pay attention, you know? And that's where a lot of people are just kind of falling a little short, you know, but we're here, we owe, our, we've, we've got to this age that we are now and who we are because we had experiences in life yep. and experienced life. So if I can share and help, we definitely will. Yeah. The, the last question I'm going to ask in the first five mm-hmm. is the same question that I ask almost every single woman that has been a guest on here. And I'm perfectly serious in asking it because I want to just hear the reaction. Russ, Les, first time you ever received an unsolicited dick pic and your reaction to it. <laughs> this sounds like they've received them. <laughs> I have not. Oh, <laughs> I lucky have you. not. <laughs> funny. That's funny. How about you, Les? No, I have not received <laughs> dick pics. Um, yeah, unsolicited or solicited. <laughs> so, but let's just think, though. You must know people, even though you don't know no people. maybe who they are, who sent them. <laughs> I, we all know guys who sent them, even if we don't know exactly who the guys are. Funny, but I do. I do know a couple guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's their thing and i'm like dude really once you put it out there you can never right. go away never goes away you don't know what they're doing with that bad boy 
<laughs> and here's the interesting part of why I asked that question. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, I've asked every woman that has been on this show that question, and they have all said, yes, I have received them. Some receive them every day. Some receive wow. multiple ones every day. Wow. If I were to say to you guys, hey, do you all get unsolicited, pardon me for putting it this way, unsolicited pussy pics? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But I have. It's unfortunately. Wow. So tell <laughs> me your reaction to that. <laughs> well, in order to get an unsolicited, I was like, oh, wow, what is this? <laughs> Ooh, jackpot. You know, I think most guys would be like, Ding. Uh, did you recognize it right away? Oh, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> if it doesn't have a caller ID with it, I'm not responding. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> it was deleted right away at the time I was in a relationship. So it came across and it was deleted. And then I got a message behind it. Did you get my picture? So I just politely said no. Mm. And then five minutes later, I got it again. Oh, jeez. So did you save or delete that one? Oh, no, it was deleted. <laughs> it was deleted. I was in a relationship and I didn't I didn't want to have any type of problems at the time. On the plus side, you know, when she sends it twice, it's intentional. It wasn't just an yeah. accident. You know, she didn't confuse you with someone else. She knew my name. Oh, she knew your name. Okay. Mm. I didn't know her name. I think it was one of those type of, you know, you know gotcha type of, you know, moments, you know, mm-hmm. ha ha, since you unsolicited, you know, and you engaged, I'm not in right. anything. I don't know you, you know, See, my mind always goes to conspiracies. So I, I think I'm being set up. So <laughs> if, if something like that comes across, it's an instant delete. I'm not responding. I, I just, I just think I'm being tested. So nope. If, you know, if I'm single, okay. Yeah. I might hold on to it, but if, you know, being being married or being in a relationship period it just feels like okay unsolicited just feels like i'm being set up i'm hitting delete i'm not going to respond not going to no you are so disciplined just like there are no pictures of janet jackson there are no naughty photos in your phone sister think he's disciplined yeah (laughs) do women come to you now that they know that you're these authorities on men and want like secret the secret to the male mind. Do, are you like the experts on this now? <laughs> By no means. <laughs> I got plenty of bumps and bruises from my road. I'm not, no, 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 no. But we do have uh, female listeners who do uh, reach out to the show and they'll ask questions. And every now and then we may address some of their questions on air, but yes. Oh, lovely. And any, what's been the most surprising question from a lady you've received? Usually it's it's related to whatever relationship they have. So uh, one of the shows we went into was um, where a husband would not introduce his wife to his coworkers. And so it, it kind of gets you thinking like, well, maybe all of his coworkers are females. Maybe they're attractive females. He doesn't want to deal with the drama, the stress of having hurt the jealousy that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. So that was one of, that was one of the, the good ones. We had actually had a good deep conversation off that one. And you have so many different avenues that you can really 
pull into well maybe why he's not trying to do introduce him to the co-workers so an interesting dilemma Hi, I'm Dr. Allison Ash, trauma-informed sex and intimacy coach and educator and the founder of TurnOn.Love. And I teach a wide range of workshops and courses on topics including flirting and seduction, deepening emotional intimacy, expanding pleasure, exploring fantasies, repairing ruptures in relationships, navigating non-monogamy, and more. And I work with individuals and couples in a coaching dynamic to support them in getting out of their heads and into their bodies and navigating challenges like erectile dysfunction and anorgasmia to help men figure out how to express their desires in ways that feel authentic and not let opportunities pass by any longer, to help women explore what they want and really advocate for it in their relationships, and to support couples in getting the spark back and in exploring non-monogamy if you want to open up your relationship. To explore all this and more, you can check out my website at www.turnon.love. And don't forget to listen to my episode of What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want. It's in the archives wherever you listen to your podcast. And hi, all the listeners out there. I actually have no idea what these questions are, so you're going to be coming along the ride, right along with me. There's only one. Midori. March 9th on What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want. What are the stories that some of your single friends share with you about trying to date? Are men as frustrated trying to make connections with women as oh, women definitely. are frustrated getting trying to be connected to by men? Definitely, definitely. Um, when, when you look at it from that standpoint, you have men who are trying to find the right woman because after you get to a certain age, you have you have two different men. You have men that really don't care to settle down. You have men that want to settle down. And the ones that want to settle down usually end up with women who are not ready to settle down or they had, they just came out of a relationship and they just got their heart broken by somebody. So now they're gonna break the next person's heart. So they keep running into this vicious cycle. So yeah, there is a lot of frustration and we do hear a lot of that from a lot of the guys we end up talking to. Yeah. The rebound gonna, is not- I was gonna say, go ahead, Les. <laughs> yeah. Say the rebound guy is not the is 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 not a, a fun guy, not a great place to be at sometimes. Yeah. And 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 with it being so easy with Tinder and all of these other mm -hmm. dating sites, yeah. I it, mean almost everybody is the, the rebound person. Well, pretty much, yeah. Actually, but it, it just depends on the baggage that's brought along in the relationship mm -hmm. from the other person, male or female, because they both bring baggage, you know, yeah. and it's it's up to you what you deal with and what you don't deal with. Yeah, and, and a lot of those folks that on the dating sites, a lot of times they're on the dating sites before they're actually into this rebound moment. So they've already like, oh, you stayed out a little late last night. Okay, let me just see who's out there and somebody out. <laughs> and by the way, I know married people who are on yes. like plenty of fish in the dating sites. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's well, I there's that, some sleazy that's behavior. That's a breach of contract. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Les and I both have a friend who, uh, who we both, I've seen several times while he's sitting on a date and I've seen him, you know, swiping on his phone. You know, I guess the date's not going well. You know. <laughs> he's already, he's already headed to the next one. <laughs> you at least go to the bathroom to start no, your swiping, no, he, right? No. You know, he sits right there at the table. There, just like, 
Oh, it seems so rude. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he possibly is. <laughs> it also goes to the in, instant gratification world that we live in. I yes. mean, if this one isn't working, we'll there's always another. Action. And that's not necessarily the case all the time. That's yes, true. definitely. What is it about people that just can't settle for what they really want and are constantly looking for the other side? That might be a general question, but I'd love mm. your opinions on it. I would say they don't know themselves yet. Hmm. Mm. Right? Because to want to know oneself is to know what you like and what you dislike. Yes. Right? And I had to learn that for myself. Okay? Mm. Because you're told you should like that, you should like this. Oh, this is nice and this is not. Mm. But if you don't taste the fruit, you don't know if you like it or not. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's self. I think it comes from self and not knowing oneself. I feel like I didn't know myself until I was 40. How about you guys? Yeah, here. same here. Same here. Same here. 40 years old, mm -hmm. my whole outlook on life changed. It did. Yep. It I definitely did. Met my wife now during that change. Mm -hmm. because Is that true for you too yet, Russ? Were you uh, a little older when you met her? I was in my late 30s at that point. Mm -hmm. no. So... Once my once my vision changed and my thought process, that those are the two biggest. There's the key. Yep, the thought process. Process and then your vision changes because something that's shiny and new may not be the right thing for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I might need something with a little rust on it that I can buff out and you know I could take care of and 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 keep it in mint condition. You're you're excited by a fixer upper. <laughs> <laughs> little i like a little damage you know <laughs> so she's an old house that's what he's you know? <laughs> i was thinking i didn't say peter i wasn't thinking cars <laughs> or like an old corvette you know you go Perfect. Like, like a vintage automobile automobile that that was there that was used that was not taken care of properly and now when i get it I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to fix the pieces to it. I'm going to shine it up. I'm going to make it back into what it really once was. You're going to make that car hum. That's it. That's it. That's it. And we're going to go off and uh, we're going to take right out to the sunlight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> See ya, you know. <laughs> what do you think is the biggest communication gap between men and women? Oh, man. <laughs> All right, you go ahead with this one, Russ. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I might get beat. I don't know. <laughs> no, let me stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a battered male. I just want to say that out loud. Just it's okay. <laughs> I think the the biggest thing is, especially in today's society, because so many people are glued to their cell phones, so they don't know how to talk to the other person. Communication. Um, one of the things that my wife and I, we noticed, we went out to a restaurant and this is back when we was first started dating. We went out to a restaurant and we looked around and you saw everybody with their heads down on their phones. And I'm like, that's one thing I don't wanna be. So we have a rule when we walk, even when we sit down at the dinner table now, phones are off, phones are off to the side. We do not touch electronics. We're gonna sit there and talk because 
one thing that a lot of men and, and women are looking for uh, is they're looking for that wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and then move on. And oh, you know, and if it was good, I'm in love and that's the person I want to be with. Oh, they, they knew how to put it down. But when you're sitting in the car next to each other trying to go somewhere and you can't talk to each other, you know, people, they don't know what to do. So that's where all these relationships start to fall apart because they realize you got to have something more. So people can, this communication is the key for any relationship. So, so I have a nosy question. Sure. Dear wives, listen to you talk about, listen to your man space show. Yes, yes, yes. So do they know you better now? Do they understand you better? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say I get threatened more. <laughs> yes, there are definitely threats. <laughs> Excellent. I like the sound of that. A reminder, he is not a battered man. <laughs> He's a funny male. <laughs> but just... a lot of times the communication, that's to me, that's, that's the key point. He hit it. With you know the the nail on the head, you know head on the nail. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> you so said it right the every, first time. Everybody needs to get a podcast so their their partners will understand them better. I think they need. Yeah, well, yeah. They if you have. I a, thought everybody did with COVID out. <laughs> Seriously, two million podcasts out there now. <laughs> the, this is the this is the entrepreneurial virus. You know, that's what I call it. Everybody's got something. I'm selling cookies. <laughs> You know, <laughs> well, you're selling cookies, but I think what you're also doing is you're working a muscle and that muscle is intimacy. I mean, yeah. you guys are good friends, but I imagine this experience of talking about these issues, even if they're sort of silly, I mean, body wash, right? you're, you're working a muscle, which is um, communicating, mm -hmm. um, expressing interest in what somebody else is saying and saying. And and learning active listening is right. you think you're better listeners yeah. now that you're podcasting. Absolutely so. Definitely. And we listen to each other a lot more yeah. now than we ever have. And we've always been friends. We've been friends for wow, I don't know, forever before we even even thought about doing the podcast mm -hmm. together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was his his idea. He says, Hey, you want to do it? I was like, Yeah, why not? Come on, let's do it. So, so Russ, what were you trying to learn? I mean, sure, you're trying to explore and teach, but I think part of what makes these things interesting is the opportunity to learn. What were you so, seeking? So when the idea to create the show came up, it was a place to help people in a different manner because mm -hmm. I was being approached to, to actually preach and oh. it was something I did not want to do. I just, I always had a fear of getting up on stage and talking in front of people. I did not like doing it. That's not what, that's not my thing. And to be real, I was actually sitting in church when the idea to do this podcast hit me. And I don't know, for like the next hour, I'm sitting there writing notes of just doing this podcast and how I wanted to put it together. And I wrote down a list of people who I wanted to work with. And I called, I called Les and we talked for over an hour, hour and a half. And within two weeks, we were on air with the show and it just kind of went from there. But the idea for the show and as a whole was to have a spot to help 
help people. We call it the man space because we're looking at it from a man's point of view. Yeah. But it's really a lot of our episodes are for everyone. And we know we have a lot of female listeners that listen to the show as well. And it's probably more females than males as far as we know. But it's just that it's a it's an opportunity to help people and express things that they may not be able to talk about. What do you think it means that there are more female listeners than male? They're trying to get some uh, insight on our, you know, peanut brain there we got going on. They think he's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's sexy, yeah. Lest you have a very nice it's the voice. voice. I thank you very much. I, I greatly appreciate that, especially when I get closer to the microphone. Ooh. <laughs> I wish you could do that all night. Well, My husband might object, do. but I wouldn't. Here we go. Put me behind the door, okay? <laughs> that's right. That's right. With all the pictures from Jet Magazine. Right. I've I've been I've been tempted. Well, I won't say tempted. I've been asked many a times to call and leave voicemails for people. Really? Yeah. So, I'm, does it bother you that you're that are, you're objectified this way? That you're kind of the sex symbol? No, not a sex symbol at all. It's a bunch of BS. <laughs> they want to hear you whispering in their ear. You tell yeah. me what that is. Yeah. Well, you know, I you know, this is something different. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like wine, right? Mm-hmm. You don't drink red wine all the time. You yeah. mix it up, you know? Sometimes you need champagne. That's exactly. Sometimes you need milk, right, Mark? <laughs> right, Russ? <laughs> Sometimes you do. <laughs> Some, it is what it is, you know? You know? So, yeah. no, it's just, I was just blessed to be able to do some of the things that I've been able to do, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about emotion, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. it's something that men allegedly were told that they can't show (laughs) yet it seems like good men are the ones that show it very true yeah discuss so good men well no he's right i i think he's right because so many people think that if a man shows any type of emotion, they think he's soft. They think he's, he's weak. weak. And from a lot of women's aspect, if they see a man show emotion, I don't want him. You know, he's not the guy. He's not the right person. So until you know, it, 40. It's right. Until you hit 40. <laughs> but what it, what it really comes down to is that you have you're taught to hold in these emotions. You're taught to be strong. You're taught to be this brick. You got to be the, you're the foundation of everything, right? Your, your dads teach the boys to be strong. You watch all this, all the shows that you watch, um, even from little cartoons, there's always the man who is the hero and he's got to rescue the damsel, you know? So, so men are taught to be this, this pillar, this strong person. And they hold in those emotions. And usually you're either you're going to break and you got a serial killer on your hands later on, or, you know, you got a guy that's just, you know, just so rigid that you're not going to get anything out of him. So, yeah, you got to be able to, to show your emotions. And, and that's something that we talk about on our show a lot is, is being emotional. You being able to show a little emotion and, and talk about your feelings and, and, you know, being able to express yourself. 
So, so do you have any tricks? Are there things that you do to make yourself more emotional and more open that way? <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us your tricks, Russ. Please. I'm not emotional. Guy. You must have some secrets. I'm, You're a I'm man just, of a certain age. You've I'm been just, around. That is just that Alabama poster back there. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Go ahead. I just think of Alabama losing. <laughs> it makes you cry. At any time. And then you think of Janet Jackson and you realize you really it's... shouldn't think of Janet Jackson. <laughs> they don't go together. They don't go together. They'll go together. <laughs> Les, one of the things I get from you in your voice, whether you're doing your character voice or just what you've said in this program, is you seem like a very empathetic person. I am. Is that a characteristic that is missing from a lot of men? Um, I think empathy is either with you or not with you, right? I believe that it's, it's, it's something that can't be taught, right? Because I pay attention. I listen to what you tell me, okay? from how you're speaking to me, your body language, your cadence of how you talk is how I respond to you, okay? Those are not learned things. That's just something that's just been put in me. I'm a people person, so I can talk to anyone. You can sit me in a room, I'll have five friends before the night is over with, okay? But that's who I am. I am, I am, the, I am an empathetic guy. I, my wife says, you don't meet a stranger, do you? I'll stand in a grocery mm -hmm. store five minutes, some guy walks up, we're talking about everything from, you know, Timbuktu to now. Mm -hmm. But that is my, that's who I am as a person, right? I don't know if empathy is the right word to call it, is what we need more in society. I think we need to listen to each other a little bit more, mm -hmm. right? Stop talking, turn off the mouthpiece and open up the ears and listen to what your partner or someone is saying to you. Because in this society, people are text happy, computer happy, and you leave out the, the emotion and the empathy in text and in, in, um, and in typing in your emails. And a lot of things can be misconstrued, you know? So it, it drives, it, it this, this new day and age is driving a different way because people don't talk to each other, right? So empathy, I'm not sure, but you know, just have some conversations with real people and we'll be all right. Well, what strikes me also is that, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jane. You're, you're, you're very empathetic, but you also seem playful. Oh. And um, I think playfulness, I think is, is an attribute that I don't, think is appreciated enough in in men and women I mean you you want somebody who will give and take and who's sort of willing to engage you where you are but also kind of kind of mess with you in a good way I I, I personally believe that laughter is is a is a is a love language mm -hmm. right and even though it's not, but yes, it's, that's what you think. See, <laughs> so you guys disagree. I think I hear, a, I wouldn't call it a lover's quarrel, but I, 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 you know, it's good that you have like this yin and yang thing going on. <laughs> We're very good friends. There's no yeah. doubt that right there. <laughs> We're not that good. <laughs> yep. 
Nope. <laughs> so but, Russ, I have one for you here. Yeah. I say that there is a very large difference between the term acceptance and embracing. Mm -hmm. Acceptance to me means you'll tolerate it. Yes. Embracing means you're all in. All right. You're welcoming. Yes. I 100% agree with you. Especially with everything that we've been through over the past year. Mm -hmm. When do you think that people will be able to move past acceptance and get into the land of embracing? Or is it going wow. to be a constant journey? I think that it will be a constant journey um, because of how we're brought up and, and people can change. People can, you know, people can develop new characteristics as they get older, but based on their experience and what they go through in life is gonna be on how they embrace or accept things. There's a lot of things out there that, you know, I can look and see and be like, okay, yeah, I'm cool with that, but I don't want, I don't want it, I don't want it in my house, you know? So um, I think that it's never going to be 100%. Awkward pause. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but why should it have to be, right? Mm. I mean, there are things that we don't like. Yeah. We should be find people that mm. perhaps don't exhibit these things. Um, right. We should be with people whose values and whose preferences are aligned with our own and not too mm. at odds. Right. Um, I mean, we're allowed to say no thank you. Mm -hmm. that, that um, is true see i think that's where people are that's where people are getting this whole thing wrong this nowadays because you do not accept something or you say no thank you to something it's almost as if you're telling them i don't like you no. you know and that's not quite the case mm -hmm. it's just that i don't indulge in what you indulge in mm -hmm. you know i have you're right you know jane i have the right to say nah i'm good yeah you know, and but enjoy your mud wrestling. Yeah. I'll just have a cocktail. Have fun. <laughs> Go over here. Yeah. Or my speed. But you know, once you get finished, we could come back in together and talk. Right. I think that's where people are missing. Some people and, are missing. And I actually kind of like it when when my partner does things that maybe don't float my boat. I mean, it's it's interesting to discuss, mm -hmm. but I don't want to be there. I don't want to do it. I mean. I was listening to some of your hobbies and I, yeah, I could probably enjoy flying a drone for a day, but I don't think I could like <laughs> do it every weekend. Right. Exactly. Um, right. I mean, how much togetherness is necessary, right? And we are, and I think that's a lot of the, the draw for, for my relationship mm -hmm. is that we are a lot alike, but we are vastly different as well. Yeah. You know, where she, the other day she says, Hey, let's go get our feet done. And I was like, Psh, deuces, nope. I'm going. You know, that's <laughs> absolutely not. You know. Oh, I'm not you missed out on something awesome. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> that's what she said. I'm not, <laughs> not doing it. Yeah. Bye-bye, honey. I'll even pay for it. Right. You know, but I'm not ah. done. Well, that's the gentleman's answer. I'll pay for it, but I won't do it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Then when I like to go shoot. You know, uh, I go to the gun range, 
she's like, psh, psh, bye, see you, mm-hmm. you know, but birthdays and Christmas and, you know, just little sweet gifts are, here's a gift certificate to the gun range and here, you know, here's, here's this. So you're promoting this now. Wonderful. You know, <laughs> no, she's, she's acknowledging and accepting a passion of yours, even if she doesn't want to participate in it. Same as, same as, same as I do. Yeah. I think that's what I think that's the thing that makes society in itself great is the fact that we can be very different. We can be we're all here. We're all on this planet together. We all, you know, we're all trying to make this thing work, but I got a rocket in the backyard. We're going <laughs> we're going to try it next week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we, you know, we all can be very different and do our own things and still come together and enjoy some of the same things. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll add another layer to it. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that if something's not your deal Mm -hmm. and you don't want to have anything to do with it, there still has to be understanding. Yes. Meaning it is still on you to understand what the person is into or how they identify Mm -hmm. because in, in this day and age, and especially with a lot of the people that we talk to, Mm -hmm. you have gender questions, you have non-binary, you have gender fluid, you have gay, straight, there are people who are polyamorous that may not be your thing. But at what point do you say, I need to understand this so I can be informed about it? Mm. That's a good question. Um, Myself, yeah, I don't understand a whole lot of that. You know, um, maybe it's because I haven't walked those shoes, Mm -hmm. right? And and I'm a firm believer if, you know, if I'm walking in it, I need to know about it, right? does it mean, like you said earlier, I, I'm not going to say I don't accept that uh, or I'm not going to partake in it. You know, it, it's, it's just we're good. You know, yeah. you mm-hmm. can do your thing. We're different people. I'll do my thing. And if it doesn't, I, I need to know, probably need to know what certain things are if I'm going to be uh, in this light. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I have to be aware. You know, that's that's the one thing I would say is being more aware is great, you know, but you don't have to have a full understanding and full detail because I'm not I'm not being interviewed for the position. Basically. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how I look at it. Good point. <laughs> I, I also think it's if it's someone you love, you make the effort, you know, a relative or a friend or yeah. somebody important. Yeah, absolutely. Strangers. I, I mean, who knows? I mean, we right. only have so much energy. We only have so much understanding. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but someone you love. We both have friends who experiment in different lifestyles. And and, and if they're happy, we're happy. You know, and that's kind of, that's the way I look at it. Everybody deserves the opportunity to be happy. So if you're happy with what you're doing, great. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't want details, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And that's a point. I must confess, I would want details. <laughs> <laughs> nope, 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 no details. Like, <laughs> I have a friend that's in, in, it's, has a different lifestyle and he likes to overshare. And I'm like, can you just stop it? You know, it's mm-hmm. just, I don't, you know, 
He says, I know, I just, I just gotta talk to you. I gotta tell you. I'm like, why? <laughs> so, so one sec, are you like magnets now for intimacy because you discuss like your lives every week? I think people just open up and whatever comes out, comes out. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, you know, you open up the cookie jar and you might get a chocolate chip cookie, you might get a lemon cookie, mm-hmm. you might get an Oreo cookie. Right. I don't know what you're going to get. It just goes, Bleh. you know, and, and the biggest thing is when people, I guess, listen to you and talk to you and, and things like that, their emotional guard is already, re, you know, yeah. removed. It's down. Mm-hmm. Right. So when they come to talk to you, it feels as if they know you already. That is true. That so, is true. so things just just bloop, fly out there, mm-hmm. you know, and there we are to deal with it. So <laughs> we make so, it work. So as the show is called What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want, mm-hmm. do you gentlemen have pieces of a toolkit that you can give to other guys suggesting how they best approach people in a respectful way and the do's and don'ts, some tips for guys who are trying to connect with people? Tip number one is always look in the eyes. Look directly in the eyes. You're not looking at her, her butt, her feet, her breast. You got to look a woman in her eyes. Make eye contact and, and talk with confidence. Because <laughs> I think for me and a lot of the women that I've dealt with over the years, it is that is their number one thing that they love is confidence in a man. Confidence is key. Mm-hmm. Confidence is key. Doesn't matter what you look like, any of that. But confidence, it's. I was always taught act like you belong there. Yeah. And concentration, you know? like that's the person you want to talk to. Yeah. Exactly. And and pay attention. Mm-hmm. Remember things about your conversation. You know, and those are the type of things that that win you over. Is that men have a have a um this thing like we don't pay attention we don't we don't we yeah yeah some guys don't it's a bad reputation right that we don't pay attention to our spouses and our you know uh our significant others you know and i would say that's true in a lot of ways i didn't learn that until much later you know i remember some things but i don't remember everything you know my wife would say, oh, hey, I like that. A couple of weeks later, I'll go buy it, you know, yeah. because I pay attention to it. Not because I'm trying to spoil her. It's just that I'm letting her know that I hear you, even though I don't acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole thing. So she's caught on now. So I <laughs> pull back on that whole Jedi trick. Oh, <laughs> don't. Speak on behalf of her. Get back on that horse, buddy. Because <laughs> she says, oh, I like those boots. Then I am. What boot? I'll just buy all three. You know? <laughs> Take all three, honey. Let's see if you like them. You know? Oh, no, it's just this pair. Great. Take those two in the back. You know? <laughs> but, you know, I think... It's a lot of communication, a lot of paying attention mm-hmm. to each other and being open. Actually, listen, because she will tell you everything, mm-hmm. everything. All you have to do is open up those two things that's hanging off the side of your head. Mm-hmm. And if one doesn't work, 
turn the other one the other way. You know, <laughs> listen, because she yeah. will you. No matter what, she will tell you. And if you don't listen, somebody else will. That, that is true. That is definitely true. Russ and Les, it has been an absolute pleasure having you two on the show. It was an experience that uh, our listeners haven't had before, having two men be able to share what they want and also uh, giving some tips to some other men to be able to connect beautifully. Thank you I so know much for that in talking with you guys, I'd love to be your friends too, because I think you uh, have a very similar vibe uh, to, that I do. And I, I know, I know what just from the smile I can see on Jane's face right now, like, yeah, these are guys I could hang around with. I love all this guy energy. I mean, I just feel so much man coming through this moment right now. I'm just, I'm feeling the testosterone just pulsing around me. Yeah. We try to spew that stuff out there, you right. know, just, it's ooh. working. It's cologne. Test. <laughs> but I know it's not Old Spice. It is not. not Old Spice. <laughs> John, it has been our pleasure as well to be on the show with you and Jane. And we greatly appreciate the time that you spent and uh, interviewing us. And, we, you know, maybe one day we could do it again. Sounds be, great to me. It'd be my pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you so much. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Jane, that was surely an interesting perspective from two really good guys. It absolutely was. Les and Russ are lovely. And I think it's remarkable how deeply they've thought about what it means to be men, but also what it means to interact with women and to, I don't want to say seduce, but to extract the best in the people around them. And I think it's a, a lovely ambition they're pursuing. And how do you, did you enjoy your first co-hosting role? Oh, I thought of it as, as a menage à quatre. Ooh. And I liked the odds. <laughs> well, it was an absolute pleasure having you as a co-host. And I think we definitely need to do this again. I'm down for menage trois, menage à quatre, menage à cinq. However many menages you want, I'm in. I love the French. Hey, everyone, check out our shows in the, our archives. You can actually hear Jane Boone's show when she was with Tara Indiana. Of course, we've had Cleo Stiller, best-selling author, and many, many other amazing guests. They are all in our archives. And if you want to reach out to me, it's as simple as reaching to me at john at datingkinky.com. That's john, J-O-N, at datingkinky.com. I'm John for Jane Boone. As always, Always remember consent and love each other always. What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want connects with you on social media. Check us out at What Women Want P1 on Twitter, What Women Want Podcast on Instagram, and for our kinky friends on FetLife at WWW Podcast. This has been a presentation of Dating Kinky. Kinky done differently.